Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Broadway Talks, where I sit down with stars of the entertainment industry and discuss the magic that is theater. In this episode, I'm so excited to say that I'm joined by Nathaniel Hill, who is the founder of Broadway Plus, the leading experts in the industry, connecting you with your favorite Broadway stars in literally the easiest way possible. Hi, Nathaniel. Hi, Arav. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thanks for being here. How are you? I'm doing well. It's uh, it's the morning for me, and it's a Friday, which is my favorite day of the week. Yeah, same here, same here. <laughs> and a new year, and America is still somewhat intact. So here yeah. we go. <laughs> well, I guess we've you've had your free trial of America for the first year. <laughs> I've read those in a lot of places. So it's been a year, but Broadway Plus and hopefully America too will make it out stronger. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So before we get into Broadway Plus and all the things you've been doing with it, how did you get introduced to theater? I, I was always a theater kid from, I don't know, from toddler status. I used to sell my grandmother tickets to come to my shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> a businessman in the making. <laughs> she, she claims she still has the first ticket I ever sold around age six. Um, but I started doing... Uh, of course, school theater. And then I was lucky enough to grow up near a really good summer stock theater called The Weather Vane in Northern New Hampshire. I was actually in ragtime in, I think, 2001. And Elizabeth Stanley played mother and I played little boy. Wow. Which I call the peak of my acting career. Yeah. <laughs> she was fresh out of college and not yet on Broadway then. And um, I, you know, like like most people, this. school through great theater educators and uh, ultimately um, was able to come to New York and see some Broadway shows and see some touring shows and uh, but sort of discovered or started to suspect early on perhaps the end of high school that perhaps I wasn't my natural talents and abilities would not enable me to be a performer which was okay um, I grew up watching my my father run a business and um, so I started to explore the idea of, oh, maybe I should do the business of theater um, pretty early on around when I was starting to look for, look at colleges. Wow. And you obviously went to Columbia, which means you must have been good at what you did. I actually went to, I went to Duke University undergrad, and then I did a business certificate at Columbia. Okay. Well, it's not like you can look down on Duke either. So you <laughs> must have been pretty good in high school and at what you did. I love, um, love Duke. I had, yes, I had a very good high school, a great theater teacher in high school and uh, good experiences yeah. in college as well. And was Broadway Plus your first kind of venture into the business world or was it your first theater venture? So Broadway Plus is the first company that I've started, but I worked uh, for Broadway producers and general managers and at an ad agency that handles Broadway shows um, for seven years before I started Broadway. Oh, Plus. Wow. Yeah. So I, I learned the business from a lot of great people and mentors and made a lot of connections that enabled me to, to start the business in, in 2016, at which point I, I started in, interning in 2009 and it was 2016 when I felt like I had the idea for Broadway plus, uh, fully baked and ready to try. And you started off Broadway uh, Plus as kind of like a theater 
concierge, if you will, kind of someone who in the city would kind of navigate theater experiences for theater lovers, right? Yeah, so the initial idea was to help shows sell VIP packages for the first time. So of course there's premium seats, but shows were not offering fans a way to really, um, to get backstage and a way to really connect and learn about how theater comes together. So I created the first mechanisms and, and marketing outreach that enabled the show to sell a backstage tour with a star of the show. And that was what we started with. And around that built a concierge service, like you mentioned, and corporate events and a lot of other, a lot of other things and a lot of other capabilities that enabled people to connect with theater in a way that went beyond um, buying a ticket and seeing a show. Mm -hmm. And what was the first show that you partnered with to create this VIP package? Kinky Boots. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's actually I pretty would, cool. I happened to be working for the producer of Kinky Boots when I did the program at Columbia, which uh, enabled and empowered me to come up with the idea for the business. And I said, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm, I'm going to leave this job and start my own company. And he's, here's the idea. And Daryl Roth, the producer of Kinky Boots, who I was working for, uh, said, that's a great idea. You should do that for Kinky Boots. And that was certainly a pretty amazing and gracious uh, way to accept my resignation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I launched with Kinky Boots and Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Um, and in, to a lesser extent, uh, Wicked and Hamilton. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so you kind of always were building connections in the industry from before you even started um, Broadway uh, Plus with all your interning and working with yep. just different faces in the industry. Mm -hmm. Sorry? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Um, and so how was your idea to create how did you go about navigating to other different shows as you kind of established in the first initial ones? It was, and it continues to be a challenge. I have to persuade a lot of people um, that they should try VIP packages and they should trust me to um, promote their brand, you know, the way that they want it to be promoted. Um, so I do a lot of, of pitching and of trying to convince people. I have to convince the producer, the general manager, the company manager, the theater owner, and the ticketing system <laughs> to all agree to do an official VIP package. And it doesn't always happen, but thankfully there are always new shows popping up and I can always pitch a new show. And at this point, I, I kind of know, I know some of the people in some of those positions on every show that comes along so I, uh, I just work hard to stay in touch with people and keep making Broadway Plus better and better so that the value proposition for the producers is stronger and stronger. Mm -hmm. And as you know, even right now and probably for years before this, the theater industry is always changing. Like you said, different shows, but also kind of different values always changing and different ways of casting, just so many different things going on. So as like a businessman, how did you kind of adapt your system to keep up with theater that changes so rapidly and so often? What a great question. I, you know, I always, I always say yes. 
as much as I can. I try not to have too many rules or um, guidelines or I try to just be flexible and adapt with what people want. I mean, that's, that's how this year and the growth of this past year, I should say now that it's 2021 mm-hmm. <laughs> and all the growth that we experienced came about. I didn't say, well, I don't do virtual or, you know, I'm not interested in lower prices or whatever. I said, you know, let's just try some, whatever we can out and let's try to help and connect as many people as we can. And uh, we didn't make any money for a while, but we just pushed forward and I felt like there was something there. And uh, I just always try to adapt and, and listen to our fans who, you know, are are more likely to be your age than mine. (laughs) And uh, learn from people like you and, and be the best company that we can be. Yeah. I mean, that sounds like the perfect thing because Broadway is all about the the fans who love it. You know, it's not geared towards a specific um, demographic. You know, of course, theater lovers and like theater enthusiasts are the attractions of Broadway. But even people come to New York and see a Broadway show because it's like a staple there. So it's always kind of attracting different people all the time. Yeah, it, that's that's one of the great things about it, that people from all places and walks of life and backgrounds uh, love theater and love Broadway and are able to connect with it and make it their own. That's why, that's why I've had some success. <laughs> mm-hmm. And when this whole quarantine started, I mean, Broadway Plus has grown so much over the past year with not just the amount of you know, artists that you have. I mean, I see every week you're adding so, so many new people and so many amazing new people, which is just incredible. I mean, you have everyone from like Seth Rudetsky on there who is amazing to uh, Patty Murin to, and I mean, there's just so many people. And how do you kind of keep up with like just getting so many people? You know, I guess it's just with more and more, I mean, the more and more people that you, add on to your website, the less and less there is out there almost. So how do you kind of figure out what it is that makes a good add-on almost? Sure. Um, Another interesting question that I don't get too often. (laughs) It is, it's a combination of a lot of things, you know, in the beginning, in the beginning I was working a lot of my time was spent trying to recruit artists. You know, there's a sweet spot of of artists where they have enough of they have a great fan base who will be willing to connect with them on Broadway Plus, but they're not like a major movie star who you know is going to go overwhelmed and for whom the fee that w- the fees that our fans are able to pay makes sense. So there's a sweet spot. Someone like Patty is perfectly in it. You know, amazing Broadway career a lot of fans. Uh, she has time, she's available, she wants to do this right now. So we uh, we do try to, you know, connect with and find people who are sort of in that, that place in their career where we know that we can really help them. We're lucky now and that a lot of actors come to us um, and ask if, if we'd be willing to add them. And also I, I've always worked a lot through referrals. So if there's someone I want and I know that they did a show three years ago with someone who I'm friends with, who we're working with, 
then I reach out to the person who I'm working with and say, Hey, well, you know, would you be willing to help connect us with the new person? It's a very social, you know, relationship oriented business. So I've always had a lot of uh, success in doing that. And that's always been a great strategy because it, you know, not only are we making the connection, the person that we work with is vouching for us and saying, Hey, this is a good company. You know, you should work with Yeah. Yeah. And when quarantine, you know, last year started, how did you kind of get the idea to transition Broadway Plus as of right now into a virtual experience company, which was the first of its kind? It was very natural. Um, I mean, you know, I've been I've been helping people meet Broadway stars for four years at that point. Now almost five. Mm-hmm. And so I knew a lot of Broadway stars and I had thousands of clients I'd worked with before. And I mean, you remember all of a sudden one week, the whole world was on zoom. Yeah, yeah, it's true. (laughs) So it was, it was kind of obvious, but I still really didn't know if it was going to work at all. And, um, Allie on my team who, uh, anyone has booked through Broadway plus should be a fan of Allie's might know who she is. Allie uh, really encouraged me and Allie said, Hey, I think this can work and you know, we should really try this. And I think people will be willing to do this. And she was right. And right off, right off the bat, we saw huge, you know, a lot of engagement and a lot of bookings for, for people like Erica Henningsen um, and Taylor Louderman who I've known mm-hmm. for years and uh, some of the other people that, that we onboarded in the beginning, they started to do well. And we felt like we really had something worth exploring and investing in. Yeah. And I mean, I see there are just so many people who use your platform every day, basically. And it brings kind of like theater to them almost because they get to connect with Broadway stars in such an intimate setting, which they would never get otherwise. So, I mean, clearly you've, you've spent a lot of time kind of crafting the the right process to having a successful, you know, meet and greet or voice lesson or just something like that. So what was kind of your thought processes when you were creating all these different variations of events? Cause you know, on Broadway plus you can book um, yeah. virtual concerts, master classes, voice lessons, like everything and everything in between. Well, I appreciate that you understand it's a process and that we do create it and craft it <laughs> <laughs> because people think, Oh, they just show up on zoom. It's so easy. But, you know, I, I have learned a lot in, in the five years that I have of connecting fans and Broadway stars. And um, there's a lot of information that needs to be politely but clearly conveyed to both parties in order to make it comfortable and fun and safe. And, um, you know, I know a lot of learned a lot about customer service and about caring for Broadway actors and what to say if a fan is a little too intense (laughs) which is rare but happens yeah i mean for sure so yeah i mean i took i took what i learned in doing backstage tours and in-person events and i tried to adapt that the best i could and and then we just listen you know we survey every fan and every artist after every single experience and we we read every survey and we're constantly making little changes to our procedures and our FAQs and and the wording. And um, everything is very carefully crafted to 
to keep everyone having fun and, you know, connecting in a way, like I said, that, that feels comfortable and is enriching for everyone. Yeah. And how do you think your background as a theater performer has kind of helped you um, create such a successful business that again is so kind of niche? Well, I barely have a background as a performer compared to most people. I I quit performing when I was 18, but (laughs) having been around actors a lot and yeah, I mean, you know, I did, I did do a, I did a Yale school of drama, like very intense acting program that I still remember a lot of today. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's an amazing program, probably like in the top five, you know, it was great. Yeah. And it helped me understand you know, the people that I work with went through, I did six weeks and these people, the people I work with did six years of that kind of intense training and, you know, acting, especially good acting looks really easy and is really hard. And I, I know that it's emotionally exhausting to be a performer and physically exhausting when you're a performer doing eight shows a week. So I just try to be really considerate and, um, and patient and understanding <laughs> with actors and I, I think at this point I mostly know where most of them are coming from and uh, I just try to do my best to listen and and take care of people and you know on both ends I always say it's it's all about how we make people feel mm-hmm. little things can go wrong this and that is always going to happen you know when we're doing thousands of experiences not every single one is going to be perfect but if we make everyone feel like like we care because we do and feel like we took care of them and that we really wanted them to have the absolute best experience, then that's, that's the most important thing at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And going back to what you said earlier is that kind of getting the process of the live events is so, you know, tough. You have to go through um, the uh, producers, theater owner, uh, general manager, et cetera, et cetera. So would you say that the process is kind of, as thorough in virtual events? I mean, it it can be simpler because we're able to work more directly with actors, you know, because we're not in a Broadway theater with all of the rules that come with being in the building. Um, But new challenges pop up like internet and lighting and sound. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And the fact that, you know, if someone's not there, they're just not there and there's not much we can do about it. And if someone got the time zone wrong, it creates another hour of work for us without much recourse. (laughs) Yeah. So there's always challenges, but, you know, like I said, we try to, we try to do everything we can to, to uh, avoid as many of them as we can. Yeah, of course. I mean, of course, there's nothing you can do to control the other person's kind of um, time management, we can say. Uh, <laughs> We've had to tighten our policies a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, and I mean, that's understandable, because after all, it's a it's a business and you can't, you know, throw it all out. Yeah, there. yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, just like we've had to tighten our policies, I think people expect more than they did in April. Yeah, you know, especially with we do a lot of corporate events and um, virtual concerts and, and Q and A's and parties for big, big companies like you know, tech companies and banks and stuff. And, and whereas in April, they, we could just sort of 
arrange for two actors to show up on Zoom, you know, now the expectation is that they're going to have great lighting and great track to sing to and great music. And there's, you know, the production value that's expected has increased. So everyone, we're, we're getting better at what we do and people expect us to be better and that's good. <laughs> yeah, because I, yeah, I mean, like you said, it just pushes you to create even more kind of unique things for yep. everyone around the world to offer. Speaking of, we just we just launched Plus Pass about two you know, months ago. I don't know how you read my mind. That was exactly my next question. And somehow everyone I interview always somehow manages to find the perfect segue into <laughs> my next question. So Nathaniel, how did you come up with the plus, pla- plus pass and what is it and how does it work? Sure. So I have to credit Ryan, our amazing Broadway Plus marketing director. She was the one, I think in August, she said, well, like maybe we should have some kind of membership. And at the time, we were we were doing one-off uh, events, like we did a Q&A with three women who played Regina George, and um, a Q&A with three six queens. And so we were doing events like those, and they were really successful, and they were getting new people really excited about Broadway Plus. Um, but it was a lot of a lot of work for my team, a lot of uh, customer service to sell all of the tickets each and every time, and uh, we just thought there was maybe a better way we could do it. And and you know we had people paying two times a month to go to these events, so we thought we could create value as well. Mm-hmm. So instead of fifteen times two a month. It's $19 a month. Um, and we think we can get you know more people engaged sure. and more excited about the Broadway Plus brand. So so every week we do one or two exclusive plus pass events. And it's the same, same type of event. Um, you know, QA's with a couple actors who played the same. Sunday, I'm doing a really cool one I'm excited about. Um, it's come from away, Captain Beverly Bass, which is the, the character that Jen Colella originated on Broadway. Yeah. It's a Q&A with Jen and Rachel Tucker, who originated the same role wow. uh, in London and is current currently, uh, will be soon again playing it on Broadway. And the real Captain Beverly Bass, the real person whom the character is based on. <laughs> oh my God, that's incredible. <laughs> yes, I'm very excited about that. My um, my friend who's the marketing director of Come From Away helped me out with that one. <laughs> yeah. So really, really cool events, one or two of them a week. We've also, you know, there's also a little more of a range. We'll have a dance class. We're doing uh, a, a theater industry, like careers panel with a manager and a talent agent and a casting director. Mm-hmm. So we really, we're really trying to get creative and do really cool events and uh, they're, like I said, the membership is by far the most affordable thing that Broadway Plus is able to offer. It's $19 a month, or uh, if you buy the annual pass, it's even less than that per month. And I, I just, you know, I a year ago, I could only really work with people who were coming to New York and willing to spend hundreds of dollars. And then this spring, we were able to, you know, start offering things that were like one to $200 with the virtual meet and greets and lessons. And now to be able to offer something to offer fans, something that's so affordable for me is important and really exciting. And I hope 
can, you know, help us connect and keep a lot more people around the world connected with Broadway through the, uh, through the amazing events we get to do. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, um, starting this podcast and all people like you and, and companies like Broadway Plus are things that really inspired me to start it just because I saw how there are so many different ways where you can kind of actually be in touch with these real famous actors. And I just thought it was amazing how you kind of started something that's changed so many people's lives or just even if they haven't, you know, changed their lives to the grand spectrum, at least gave them a memory that they'll last forever. Thank you. It's really, really rewarding. I'm really grateful for all the, all the people who have worked with me over the years. And um, it feels really good. A lot of people tell us that, you know, we were the highlight of their week or their, or their year, which I guess this, this past year hasn't been so hard. Yeah. (laughs) And um, that's really nice to hear. It means a lot. I know for me, I actually went to the uh, Megan Paterno and Jay Armstrong Johnson uh, Q&A earlier this year. And a couple of months ago, I actually interviewed Megan Paterno and was able to kind of talk about things that were talked about in that Q&A and just created some really meaningful conversations. Awesome. She's one of my favorites. Great person. Great human being. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. And obviously, as the quarantine has gone on a lot more competitors kind of putting on some similar things to a Broadway plus have come up like voice lessons and Q and A's and stuff, but you've managed to kind of stay ahead of the game a little bit offering some, a, a, a big variety of different options. Like you said, there are private concerts and just different things that you guys offer. So how do you kind of keep yourself um, just improving and kind of keeping yourself ahead of the competition? I put that in quotes. Cause it's like, <laughs> competition but I I'm the only person who spent four years before the pandemic doing this kind of work and I you know am an expert in a way that no one else is going to be for another four years at which point I'll be still be four years ahead of them (laughs) (laughs) and I you know we 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 watch but we I try to stay focused on being the best that we can be And, um, you know, I know that we're not always the cheapest, but we're always worth it. And I have an amazing team of people who started off at your age obsessed with theater and then worked really hard to build themselves careers in the Broadway business working for me. And I know that, you know, as long as we continue to take care of artists and artists all the time tell us that we're their favorite to work with. And that is the most important thing. Um, and fans say the same thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just believe that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I, I worked really hard making very little money for a long time to gain the expertise that I have. And now I can apply that in ways that no one else will be able to and train other people, you know, in, this, in the same vein and I know that we'll just continue to be the best and work the hardest and that that will pay off in the long run. Yeah. And I mean, for sure. And not only, you know, are you doing something great for artists who are, you know, obviously not working during these times, but you're giving such an amazing memory to people who probably would have never, ever been able to meet, you know, a Broadway star in their life. And I mean, I mean, before you guys came around with all these virtual experiences, 
you know, the closest you could get to a Broadway star was like 30 seconds at the stage door. And now they can have proper half an hour, you know, 45 minute, an hour, even actual like one-on-one -on -one conversations, yeah, with them, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, even before, you know, even before I was charging a lot more for basically a 10 minute experience, maybe 20 and in which you're, it's a, very exciting to be backstage, of course, and can't be replaced, but it's also, there's a lot going on and it's hard to really connect intimately and, and learn about the person you're meeting. So there's, it's definitely been a huge silver lining that now I think it's a really intimate and a really special connection. And a lot of people that we connect stay in touch and support each other for years to come. And that feels really great. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> so final question, how do you see Broadway plus changing continuously as the theater industry will be changing when Broadway reopens? I, I think of it as this year I started a whole new business and hopefully my old business is going to slowly come back. Um, but I can't wait around for it because, you know, there's just so many unknowns right now. I certainly think that, you know, Broadway Plus will, will evolve into a fully hybrid platform where you can book virtual experiences. And if you're in New York, you can book tickets and in-person, you know, dinners, backstage tours, lessons. I, I which by the way, I was, you know, I was doing lessons and, and dinners and all that before the pandemic and mm -hmm. live events in person. So I think we'll definitely evolve into a fully hybrid platform and, and really just a one-stop shop for anyone who loves Broadway and wants a little bit more than just a ticket. You know, we want to help people plan their entire trip to New York and give them a great, you know, theater district hotel and set yeah. them up with great restaurants and the places that the actors hang out. And, you know, of, of course, a dinner with an actor and a lesson and, you know, recommend the newest shows that they might not have heard about yet. So I think it'll, I'll, you know, I'll work really hard to evolve it into, into that, into a really a, a one-stop shop for everything about connecting with Broadway. Mm -hmm. And I guess that's, you know, just what the theater industry is, just something that while it's not always so intimate with their fans, it's definitely something that changes people's lives so intimately on stage and off. So I think what you're doing is really amazing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I couldn't do it without people like you. Yeah. I and wanted to tell you when I was your age, I used to listen to a theater podcast that Robert Viagas did on an old school iPod that had the, <laughs> the rotating <laughs> yeah. before iPods were touchscreen. <laughs> so I'm very, very impressed that you are not listening to theater podcasts, but creating them. And these Thank were you. great Thank questions. You. Thank you. That means a lot. So we've unfortunately come to the end of this episode with Mr. Nathaniel Hill, founder of Broadway Plus. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I really, I really enjoy talking to you and just kind of getting an insight to what business in theater looks like, which isn't something you come across too often. And thank you for everyone who tuned in as well. Look out for future episodes airing every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Stay safe, everyone. Bye.